to be the man, you got to beat the man. And unfortunately, that's what Nia Jax did on Raw. Woo. Welcome to Chick Foley's show. I'm here in the Jimmy's Famous Seafood Studios. I'm here with Sheena Phelps. What's yes. going on, Sheena? Crazy week. Nothing. Crazy, yeah. crazy week. Yeah, crazy week in wrestling, crazy week in uh, the life of Chick Foley. So it's been it's been interesting. But yeah, I'm pumped for Survivor Series. How about you? Uh, I'm less pumped now that one of my favorite wrestlers isn't there, but uh, I think it's going to be a pretty good show. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a stacked card. I was looking at just everything today, and I was like, my God, this show is going to be long. <laughs> it will, yeah, but it's going to be cool. And I, I uh, we ha- we have a, a really jam packed show here. I'm excited to talk about uh, some of the recaps from Raw and SmackDown. We're going to preview Survivor Series, of course. We'll talk about some of our our weekly figure purchases that we've made. We'll. Uh, Go through our weekly wrestler recommend wrestling WWE Network recommendation. Well, we have some listener mail. We have a bunch of stuff, uh, Sheena. So let's start uh, with uh, how you guys can get in touch with us. It's askchickfoley at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow us there or you can hit us up there and send us your emails. If you tell us what you like, what you don't like about the show, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. At Sheena is chick foley on instagram i am i hate jj reddick on both and uh slide over to itunes give us a nice review and if you like the show check us out on soundcloud on spotify uh, anywhere you find podcasts you can listen to our show and we appreciate the love we have a bunch of people that are really digging us sheena i got a lot of good feedback from that last episode we did basically a, a figure collecting 101 episode that's in the archives and you can listen to that anytime and i learned a lot of stuff from you uh oh, yeah so it was pretty cool it was cool. <clears throat> so uh, let's get into some stuff on the inside of the squared circle. This, uh, I think this week, like I was saying uh, a little bit earlier, not a whole lot developed. And we had some, the things that did develop were huge, <laughs> but um, everything was just kind of getting set up for, um, you know, Survivor Series and locking everything down for that. Um, so what was your, what was your favorite takeaway from this week? Uh, my favorite takeaway is that Hulu has raw, uh, on on loaded up there on the next day on Tuesdays and it's only an hour and a half long which is great it, it cuts out all the, oh, it's the BS the best yeah. it's the best if you are a, a parent or a busy person and you do not have Hulu and you love wrestling like get Hulu because it cuts out the fluff I mean you miss some backstage segments and stuff but nothing you can't get caught up on um, but yeah Hulu is the shiz yeah the only the only bad thing I don't know if it was just this episode I don't know what I missed if I missed some matches but it was basically five straight in-ring promos back to back to back to back uh, between yeah. Lashley and uh, Lesnar and all these guys and it just kind of it obviously was setting up for Survivor Series but we didn't see much as far as in-ring action yeah so the biggest thing you know on Raw was obviously the the women's invasion uh, the women's Smackdown invasion which was you know led up by our our girl Becky the man I mean it was straight fire I mean just to take Becky's phrase it was straight fire I mean we saw it at first with Becky having Rhonda in the armbar in the locker room and I was already like oh my gosh and then when everyone was out in the ring and all of a sudden Becky comes out and just starts demolishing like it was insane yeah, it was a pretty awesome sight, and it was probably one of the most iconic moments in Raw over the last couple of years. I mean, the the crowd was was super hype, 
And, yes. you know, you, you think how far, I mean, I, I was watching with my wife or she was in the room or something. And I, I'm like, you know, a couple of years ago, we were watching like bra and panty matches and lingerie matches between like the same two girls every week. And now we have like badass right. women wrestlers. This is so freaking kick ass, you know? Yeah, straight athletes. And that's what I just love. I mean, women's wrestling and is no longer you know, a joke. Characters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Becky is the hottest thing in wrestling, men, woman. Otherwise, it doesn't matter. I mean, Becky is at the top of the top right now. And like the crowd is so hot for her. She is amazing. Her work is amazing. It's just crazy to see how far she's come. I and mean, we've always known Becky was a talent. You know, she's always had that it factor. But just to see where she is now versus where she was when she first debuted on the main roster, it is crazy. Yeah, I remember people telling me back in the indie she was like a was a heel, and I think at part, a little bit in NXT she was when she first showed up. But I don't know if she's if this is uh, what they're feeding her. If, or I feel like this is more <laughs> organic. I mean, this is this feels like an organic kind of character. It doesn't feel like something that's being thrust on her. You know what I mean? It feels like she's really you know in it a hundred percent. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. It does feel more natural than her like um, you know her face where she's kind of like you know touchy-feely and friendly and you know I I mean I love that Becky too and I love scrappy Becky like Becky Balboa like fighting as an underdog face you know but heel Becky just feels natural like you when she's talking like you can just feel her voice and her like what she's saying like when she told um what did she say she said uh uh, on SmackDown this week, she said, "You're not the baddest bitch on the planet. You're the luckiest." And I was like, "God, she is just burning Rhonda alive." And I don't know if you've been keeping up with some of the social media um, beef that they've been going back and forth, but that's been even more entertaining than you know, like the stuff on screen, or just as entertaining as the stuff on screen. Like they are, it's it's gold right now, and I'm loving, loving, loving it. Yeah, they're killing it. They're they're definitely. Uh, she went back and forth with Ronda. She went back and forth with Nia. If you missed it, Nia during that that melee in the ring to end Raw, Nia clocked her obviously by mistake, and uh, I bloodied, know that was bloodied, a pretty solid punch though. It I was mean, like, bloodied up her nose bad. Yeah. And then she hit, did you uh, read the one where she told Rhonda, she's like, you know, I got my face busted open and I showed up the next night. You got your face busted open and you hid under your blankie for a year. And I was like, oh my gosh, like yeah. that is so wicked because, you know, I love Rhonda too. Like Rhonda's my girl and I loved Rhonda in UFC. Um, and she did when she, when she got her, you know, face busted open, she went into hiding. She was in a depression and, you know, I mean, I know there's a difference in UFC and WWE, but I was like, oh, man, like they are spitting straight fire at each other. Yeah, I wonder if you have to clear that stuff with Rhonda when you tweet something out like that, because I don't know if she has the thickest skin. Uh, I have I have wondered that for a while. I mean, I know like, you know, like I'm sure they they say things to each other, but sometimes you just feel like, oh, these girls are shooting, you know, like <laughs> I feel like sometimes it's real. But I'm sure that I'm sure that they, um, you know, run certain things by each other just as a ma as a matter of respect, you know, but I don't care what they're doing or if they're running it by each other or not. I'm loving watching it all unfold. Oh, me too, for sure. Nia pops her, and now it's, it looks like Becky is out for Survivor Series. I'm sure we're going to see her at some point, hopefully make a guest appearance, and we'll get to that in our Survivor Series preview. But do you think Nia feels any kind of heat backstage? Do you think that she gets reprimanded for this at all? Because you know, you're taking basically the, the hottest act out of, out of a show that's – uh, I mean, it's I mean, it's really dependent on that match, you know, and now it's it's been changed. 
True. I know things happen and I know I don't think for a moment um, that Naya intentionally like punched her in the face to try to like, you know, break her nose or anything like that. Um, And like I said, things happen. Um, I don't think there'll be any um, remand or anything like that. I think this makes the feud hotter. I think just like almost giving it to us, like, you know, we were like foaming at the mouth for it and then almost giving it to us and then taking it away, you know, and then maybe it'll be on a bigger stage. Like what if we get Rhonda and Becky at mania, you know, like that would be awesome. And honestly, I think it's the best thing that could have happened because I was worried. I I talked a little bit about it um, last week. I was worried about them putting Becky and um, Rhonda up against each other because, you know, Rhonda was on fire, Becky's on fire, and, you know, Becky's Becky's got the the lead, right? People are going to take sides with Becky, so inevitably they're going to turn on Rhonda. And I thought it was a bad move to kind of slow Rhonda's momentum by putting her up against Becky. So I think this is a this is a good way out of it. Not a good way that in the fact that Becky got her face broken, but um, I definitely think it builds the feud and makes it more more meaningful and hotter. I think there's no what if about it. I think this has to be... A WrestleMania match. You cannot waste this on a backlash or some some crap pay per view. Even yeah. if it's Royal Rumble, I just just yeah. I mean, they're on separate brands. You can keep them separate. You can keep the trash talk going. You can keep them beating people, you know, pretty handily over the next couple months, and save this for WrestleMania and give us that moment because it's so so. I mean, we didn't get the Daniel Bryan Miz moment, and that looks like it's gone now. You know, I was mm-hmm. hoping that would be a WrestleMania match, and it, you know, they they just they. Burnt, you know, there's just so many pay-per-views they can't save things for that far in advance. But I think if you do right. this, do this right, I mean, you could main event WrestleMania with this match. It would be awesome. Oh, for sure. And I mean, it when it does happen, I think it's just going to be one of those that we're like, oh man, that's like match of the year material, you know? Yeah, when she came out and the entire Raw roster was in the ring, it felt it felt very Stone Coldish. It was it was pretty awesome. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it was cool. I do have one qualm about um, SmackDown when she or when she came out and like chose her um, her who was replacing her when she chose Charlotte. Um, I thought it was cool, you know, that they that they did it like that. Um, but then like they you know they shook hands and they hugged, and I'm like, no, <laughs> what's with all the hugging? Stop the hugging, you know. Um, and I just didn't like that Becky like hugged her because I'm like you you had all this like heel heat and I, I, I get, it's a matter of respect, but like, you know, they've been, I don't know. I just didn't like it. I do like that. Billy Kay, um, and the, the iconics, like the, all the girls were like hugging in the middle of the ring, like hugging Charlotte, like, yay, you get a match at survivor series and Billy Kay. Um, and they were just like, you know, Oh, great. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Good, yeah. Good for you. That was cool. But yeah, we talked about, I think it was our first episode that they, they just do that too often with the women wrestlers and, it doesn't need to be like that. I mean, shake her hand and walk the hell out of the ring and be pissed off that you don't get this moment, you know? Yeah, and she did a good promo. She's like, I'm angry. I'm angry as hell, you know? And I, I loved her. I, I loved her energy, and I loved the way that she, you know, I loved the way she delivered that promo, but I, the hug killed it for me. I was like, Becky, stop hugging people, <laughs> Do you, <laughs> you know? Do you think she comes in and, and wrecks shit in this match and just beats the shit out of Charlotte and just says, you know, this is my match, and then, then we get another extended Charlotte Becky program? 
Well, I actually had that in my notes because um, I, for the Survivor Series, but I, I definitely think that Becky's presence is looming over over this match. Whether she comes in and disrupts Ronda, or whether she comes in um, and like I'm thinking like, well, maybe she hugged her and like did all that, you know, and then she's going to come in and be like, you know, you thought because because afterwards Charlotte cut a promo and was like, or did a backstage segment and said, um, you know, I'm fighting for Becky, you know, this, that, and the other, and it was all like kind of like touchy feely and motivational, and I was like, this is weird. This feels very out of place, which could just be setting us up for Becky to come in and, you know, mess with her or screw with her or beat her down during this match and then just be like, oh, this is my match. Kind of like what you said, you know, I really I really like Charlotte so much more as a heel. I just hate her as a face. She just it's just it's like Ric Flair as a face. You got to have him as like a like an asshole, like chicken shit type of heel. Yeah, I love Charlotte Flair as an athlete and as a performer. Um, I definitely prefer her as a heel um, to to being a face. But yeah, I mean, you can only have so many heel women, I guess, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess if if you really wanted to to make Becky, uh, uh, you know, the Stone Cold Steve Austin, then you could turn her face pretty quickly by just having a obnoxious, whiny, you know, it's all about me type of uh, character for Charlotte, as she's done in the past, and we'll see if mm-hmm. we'll see if we get that. I don't want to ruin too much of your. I'm sorry, I went into your notes for Survivor Series. Oh pretty, <laughs> no, you're fine. You're you know, totally fine. I great mean, great I, minds think alike, I guess. Oh, totally. Yeah, and I mean, you know, it's it's like I said, it's going to be epic any way it happens and any way it plays out. I think it's just going to set us up for more amazing women's wrestling in the future, um, and I'm and I'm pumped for that. And the fact that we had a WWE title, you know, heavyweight title change on SmackDown, and that's not what we're leading the, the show with, is insane. But Daniel Bryan wins the title from AJ Styles, turns heel, and yeah, now we have a brand I new main not- event. Dude, I did not see that coming. Like I, okay, so let me just tell you a little behind the scenes at the Chick Foley house. So, um, uh, SmackDown was on, and I was out in the garage cleaning because you know, uh, Seth had just taken Brett upstairs to take a nap, and I was like, okay, I got to capitalize on this, you know, time without the baby, and to do some like you know chores around here. So I went outside in the garage, and then Seth comes down, and he's like. What happened on SmackDown? He's like, "Oh my God, Daniel Bryan is the world champ," and I thought he was messing with me. Oh my God! And I was like, "I was like, what?" He's like, "Daniel Bryan is the world champ," and I could not believe it. Like, of course, like you know, I'm thinking the we're just setting time. up for <laughs> we're just setting up for Survivor Series. Like, nothing crazy is going to happen. And then there was a freaking title change. Like, like Daniel Bryan ended AJ Styles' year plus title reign, and I'm in the garage. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah, that's uh, that, that seems to happen to me whenever I skip Raw or SmackDown, something like that happens. But I'm a little upset that they 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 stop this AJ Styles title reign. I have a couple questions for you. Do you do you, I mean? Do, are you in approval of this? And do you think that AJ is going to have another? I mean, was this his title reign? Was this his moment? Does he have another one like this? You know, six months, eight months down the road, or is he kind of now a guy that doesn't need a title anymore? Um, well, I definitely think AJ Styles has another title reign in him. Um, I think that I heard some behind the scenes rumblings that AJ may legit be hurt, um, which could have, yeah, which could have led to this, you know, last minute change. I don't know if that's true. Like I said, it, it was just stuff that I was reading online and, um, apparently he didn't wrestle in the mix max mix. Oh man, mix 
matched challenge. Whoa, that's a mouthful. Um, uh, following SmackDown. So Jeff Hardy actually wrestled with Charlotte, which, you know, kind of led to people saying like AJ may legit be hurt. Mm. Um, so I, I, I'm pumped about Daniel Bryan versus Brock. I think it's going to be an awesome match. It's a match that, you know, I've wanted to see for a while and thought that, you know, after he retired, like we're never going to see this match, you know, but, um, I do worry a little bit because, Brock's move set isn't very conducive to someone who has like a surgically repaired neck. Like, I don't know if I would want to take like 10 suplexes if I had a bad neck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just ask the Singh brothers, man. This guy yeah. got tossed around like rag dolls on Monday. Oh my yeah, God. and you know, Daniel. Daniel's so small compared to Brock, you know, which I think it's like that David and Goliath, um, you know, type of matchup but which makes it cool but you know knowing what we know like about brian's injury like i'm like mm. it just it just like i'm not going to be comfortable watching it at all so so if it makes sense if that is the case but why why then turn him heel if you're going to then be facing brock lesnar i mean you'd want to have that underdog goliath kind of storyline unless they're planning something bigger that's true i think um Maybe they're hoping that by turning Daniel Bryan heel and having him turn on AJ Styles, who is also a beloved member of the SmackDown roster, that um, he'll have some heat and maybe it'll take the heat off of Brock. Um, because I think I think Brock's going over in this one. Um, I don't see Daniel Bryan being able to to come away with the win in this match. No, I don't either. And maybe that's why hopefully AJ wasn't hurt and I just don't want him to, to job out to Brock twice. I mean, he'd already lost him before, so maybe that's Yeah, the, the, but like I said last week, the only thing I could see why AJ would have won is because really like there was nothing, um, like it, would, it wouldn't take the belt off of Brock yep, if AJ yep. won this match. So I think... I think if they did if they did meet up, uh, I was gonna I was going for AJ over over Brock, but I think um, Brock's going over on this one now that now that it's Daniel Bryan. Uh, so we have NXT also leading up to War Games. Tell me uh, what happened on NXT because I did not catch that. Um, I watched a little bit of NXT today. It was basically just uh, setting everything up. Um, War Games. Let me see what else. Let me hold on. Can you pause? So obviously Saturday is uh, NXT Takeover War Games two after last year's barn burner. Let's walk through the card here, Sheena, and you can give me predictions. It's pretty stacked, man. I mean, this is a a card that could be. I, th- I would say every all these guys deserve a, a call up within the next year or so. It's gonna be pretty interesting to see how that happens. But Johnny Gargano against Aleister Black, kicking off maybe the the kicking off the show is the first match is pretty. That's a that's a main event for NXT. I would feel like. Yeah, and that's another one. Like, uh, that's a potential like match of the year candidate. Um, I think that is going to be just epic. Um, you aren't going to be able to take your eyes off the screen. So make sure you're not out in the garage during during yeah, that match. Yeah, <laughs> you want to so. you want to make sure that you are. You got your drink. You've used the bathroom. You're ready to sit down and lock in. Um, but I am going with Alistair Black on this one. What about you? I'm I'm the same, and I'm hoping the Gargano Champa thing starts back up, or they bring it up to the main roster. I just feel like that deserves a build to a WrestleMania match or something to be a perfect time to get those guys up. I don't want to see them up after Mania. I think getting those guys up onto the main roster sometime soon would be pretty cool to see, uh, see them wrestle. At, yeah. Uh, do you way. think, uh, do you think we have the potential for like a heel DIY run? Like you think they'll reunite as uh, heels together or do you think uh, the feud will just continue 
I think I think a heel run together would be pretty cool. Just it's kind of like almost full circle, and then they split up again and have a have another feud at the main <laughs> roster. I mean, I don't think people would complain. I think most of the people that you know that watch mm-hmm. Raw and SmackDown aren't hundred percent NXT watchers, so it would be fresh to people. So it'd be cool for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then we have the uh, NXT uh, Women's Championship. We got Shayna Baszler uh, and uh, Kari Sane, two out of three falls match. I think this is going to be the final match of this feud, obviously. Um, and then Kyrie said something on NXT this week about um, uh, Shayna not having her her crew behind her or something. Like I guess I'm assuming that she's going to have uh, the the horsewomen, Jessamine Duke and Marina Schaefer, like banned from ringside, which I think will be will be interesting. Yeah, I was I was remember they were gonna do some sort of Survivor series or some sort of four on four match with those ladies and Charlotte and Becky and Sasha. I guess that never materialized or maybe that's something they have on the back burner, but that would that would be pretty cool down the line. Yeah, I think so too. That was before Rhonda even came into the uh the WWE. I always thought that, that was that was gonna be something that was bubbling beneath the surface, but it never it never came to be. But I I mean there's still the potential for that, obviously. Yeah, I think Kyrie Sane is going to win this one. I think she's got the longer shelf life in NXT. I think Baszler is going to be called up, and maybe they add her to the feud, or maybe they have her on SmackDown for a while and kind of feud with Becky as kind of a placeholder until they get to WrestleMania. But yeah, uh, I mean, I think I'm being a little more uh, presumptuous that all these NXT people are getting called up before WrestleMania. I don't think that really happens too often, but uh, you know, I think I think it'd be cool to have some fresh blood, especially on SmackDown. I'd love to see a lot yeah, of these guys sure. get called up. Yeah. What about uh, the uh, NXT Championship, uh, Ciampa versus Velveteen Dream? Oh, man, I love Velveteen Dream. This is going to be a great match, man. I think people sleep on him way too much. He's He's been so good, and he's gotten so much better. He's a local guy, too, here from Baltimore. And uh, I didn't like that character at first when he when it, when he got unveiled Same. in NXT. And I think he just has owned it, and uh, it's been pretty awesome to see. I, I don't think the title changes hands here. I think something wonky might happen, but it's going to be a fun match for sure. Yeah, and I think uh, Dream seems like he's ready for the main roster. So I feel like this could potentially be, as we're talking about everybody getting called up, I feel like this could be one of his last matches in NXT. Um, the only thing I'm worried about, though, because I love me some Velveteen Dream, too, is I'm wondering how that how his character is going to translate on the main roster. Because I feel like his character is the type of character and gimmick that's like made for the uh, like that type of crowd, like the NXT audience, you know? Um, and I'm wondering, you know, how is it going to, How's it going to translate on Raw or SmackDown? Yeah, it's almost like a Goldust type character. They could do it mm-hmm. with just kind of like freaking people out, but you don't want to get into the kind of the, you know, the anti sexuality. Crowd. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it, yeah, like you said, it's a, kind of like the Adam Rose effect. You know, it's where it's huge down in NXT and he comes up and it's just no one in the entire arena says anything for five minutes and just bombs. But. Uh, I think Ciampa is going to keep the title here, and the the final match, the War Games match, is going to be <laughs> awesome. You just look at these names: the War Raiders, Ricochet, Pete Dunne, uh, taking on the Undisputed Era, and that match last yeah. year. I still go back and watch that match every once in a while, and and this one so is going to be good. really good. Yeah, and I love the War Games concept. I can't believe it took them twenty years to like bring that back like wwe like where were you on that like you know how do we get a like punjabi prison match and <laughs> not a war games <laughs> match you know yeah. um but i think what's cool this year is they're back to the regular like traditional war games rules um versus last year it was a little bit different they had like the shark cages and they had uh it was three teams of three last year but now it's like two teams of four which is more the traditional um style of war games which i love and also it's cool because um 
Roderick Strong was paired with AOP last year for War Games, and now Roderick Strong is part of the Undisputed Era. So um, it'll be interesting. It's just interesting that you know now he's on the other side. Who do you see winning this one? Ooh, so am I? <sighs> The faces have the most to gain, I think, from a win here. Like, you know, Pete Dunne and Ricochet are champs, and I think the War Raiders are in line for a title match. Um, So I think it makes sense for them to win. Um, But Undisputed Era is also stronger than, you know, they've ever been. And I could totally see them getting a win and making them, like, the two-time War Games winners and that kind of being their thing, you know? like, And that'd be, like, bragging rights that they use for, you know, the the foreseeable future. Uh, the tag team champs are what Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong are the tag team champs, or are they just mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that, that would be. I, I can see that's where they're going to go with this going forward. Yeah, it's interesting because I don't know if they'll win back to back, but uh, I th- yeah, I think these the faces, especially the the War Raiders, are relatively newer. Ricochet, I think, is a guy they're going to build around going forward. And I think I'm just, I mean, I hate to say this for another match, but they're gonna when they recall these guys, they're gonna be all four of them together. I would assume, right? It's I mean, this is a gimmick that can work as a, as a new stable and kind of the, you know, the anti shield type of thing. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, they're, I think they're gonna kind of come up as a as a stable together, um, to kind of replace the you know the shield that is no longer you know, and um, it's gonna be they're gonna be awesome. I can't I can't wait to see them on the main roster. I mean, I love them down in NXT, and I love Undisputed Era, but uh, yeah, I think they'll all come up together. I think it'll I think it would be cool if they did like you know an invasion type angle with those guys. Oh yeah, for sure. You have a uh, interesting tradition for uh, takeover, don't you? What what's your tradition? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, every takeover um it's just so it's it's kind of lame when you say it out loud, but we call it the Phelps family NXT takeover um and we always eat some form of steak dish anytime there's an NXT takeover. Um I don't really recall how that came to be, um but it's been something we've been doing for like a long time now and <laughs> i don't think uh, there's never a time when having steak is lame i don't know if those two things go together so no i just cool. love things that like you know that rhyme and i can't <laughs> remember one time we were just i think just coincidentally having steak on an nxt um on an nxt takeover night and uh heel husband was like oh nxt steak over and then it just kind of like became a became a thing have you, you done, know have you done fajitas yet we have not done fajitas. Oh, um, yeah, we've it. done yeah we've done kebabs. We've done you know regular different types of steak. Um, fajitas. That is not a bad idea. Oh, see, you can you can use that one if you want to. It's free free mm. reign. Uh, let's let's get into the Survivor Series card before we get into our uh, our figure purchases of the week. And uh, man, Survivor Series. I went back and looked at the last you know five or six years, and it's usually I feel like this card stacks up way better than. Uh, any of the recent years. I mean, name, name me a match in the last five or six years from Survivor Series. It's really tough to do. It's been very unmemorable. But this this yeah. card, this card is pretty stacked. Yeah, it is. And like I said, it's gonna be it's gonna be a big night. Like I feel like we're gonna like, you know, be be worn out by the end of this. Um, and I think it's I think it's gonna be a really good show. I don't know if it'll come out on top of uh, NXT Takeover. I think Takeover may may win the the battle of the weekend. But. Uh, um, I'm definitely think I'm going to be entertained by Survivor Series this year. Let's start off with the tag team matchup. AOP, the Raw tag team champs, take on the Bar, the SmackDown tag team champs. Um, yeah, but, I'm going for AOP in in this one. I think so too. I think they're the you know the the younger guys. I think they'll probably get put over by Sheamus and Cesaro. I'm wondering how how much longer those guys are together. I mean, it sounds cool to split them up, but I think they're they're much better as a unit. As much as I love Cesaro. 
they're, they're just guys that just they're they're both great talents, but I just don't think that the main event. Uh, there's just not a place for them right now. I mean, I like them together, you know, like if you split them up, they're really just going to be, they're, they're not going to be anywhere memorable. You know, they're going to be that mid card show up every once in a while. Um, and I, I, like you said, Cesaro is amazing. I think Seamus is a good talent. Um, but if you split them up, you're really doing both of them a disservice at this point. Cause there's just so much talent on the roster right now that I don't think either one of those guys have a chance at the moment uh, for like a title run or anything. So I keep them together. And um, I'm wondering like if big show is going to get involved with like oh, AOP, God. like that, that's a lot of humanity it is. in the ring. It's a lot of meat. Yeah. <laughs> I, I went back uh, at looking at past survivor series and, and Seamus won. Yeah. I think it was a money in the bank cash. And it was like three years ago. That feels like 20 years ago now. Oh my gosh. That Two, does feel like 20 years ago. 2015. Yeah. you cashed in against, I think reigns. Yeah. My God! Crazy, but um, all right. We yeah. both got AOP on this one. Uh, I think it should be a good match. Uh, let's go to uh, uh, maybe a dream match for people. Seth Rollins, the Intercontinental Champ, taking on Nakamura, the U.S. Champ, and uh, this one's going to be fun. Yeah, I think this could give Gargano and Black a uh, a match for, or a run for match of the weekend. Um, you know, my question is: is does Dean interfere with this match? Five thousand percent, yes. Yeah, I agree. I think I think something's going to happen. Um, I think the match itself, up until we get whatever whatever's going to happen with or without Dean, like it's going to be unbelievable. Both of these guys can straight go, um, and I'm so pumped to see this. I didn't like Shinsuke's. Shinsuke did this weird um, backstage segment with the cell phone where he was. I, I couldn't really tell what he was saying, and most of the time, like even with Shinsuke, like I can understand him, even though there's like the language barrier. But this week. I was like, what is he saying? And even the audience was like, what? What? And uh, so, yeah, it wasn't a good way. It wasn't a good way to end the go-home show for him um, this week. But it is going to be an epic match. I think Dean – this is my royal prediction. Dean gets involved, uh, but I don't think they're going to have him – I don't think we're going to see him touch Rollins until these two have a match. So I think maybe he comes out and does dirty deeds to Nakamura and gets – gets him disqualified and, and Nakamura wins somehow like that and that's how it ends which would, which would kind of suck but I mean I think overall it's going to be a good match but I, I th- or I could see a distraction like Dean coming in and just distracting Rollins and like Shinsuke rolling him up or you know doing Kinshasa or something true. you know true 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 yeah but I'm going for Rollins no surprise there I'm sure I love these uh, title versus title matches because it's you don't have to really think about a title change. You can just enjoy it as kind of like a you know pure as much as it's a pure wrestling match when you have guys interfering and shit yes. like that. But you know, especially it's cool to have guys from different brands. Now they keep them somewhat separate. Uh, yeah, to, to see them going against each other, so that's that's pretty cool. Let's move on to the cruiserweight match. This is probably going to be on the pre-show, but uh, your boy Buddy Murphy defending the belt against Mustafa Ali. Yeah, um, this is going to be another amazing match. I don't see Buddy Murphy losing, um, you know, this soon. Uh, and I, so I'm definitely, I think I'm, I'm team Buddy Murphy. I didn't know Cedric Alexander had the title for like a year. I feel like, wasn't Enzo just the champion like within the last year or so? <laughs> yeah, um, it's pretty crazy, like, you know, that it's, uh, that he had that for a year. But um, let's see. Uh, yeah. Uh, Sidebar, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I've I've loved Buddy Murphy. I, that match at the uh, the greatest uh, whatever it was, uh, the down under <laughs> down under card was a. Uh, you, ta- you need to get this. You need to get this tattooed on your hand. I, I'm do, gonna I, get you, I need to put I'm a post a note on the top of my computer. 
I'm going to get you a shirt that says Super Showdown. Don't tell me. Oh, damn it. I was, was going to see how long it would take me to, to remember what it was. We'd be here for like three hours. Um, I, I randomly saw, I went to an Evolve show like two years ago and saw uh, Cedric Alexander against Tony Nese before they signed. Or maybe they were already signed, but they weren't on you know, 205 Live or anything. And it was just a fucking awesome match. And, and I, I've always cheered for both of those guys. So hopefully Alexander gets back into the title picture. But uh, I think there's a lot of great guys. I'm starting to watch 205 a little bit more and uh it's been pretty pretty fun show if you don't have to you know if you have a little an, an extra hour to, to kill at some point during your week yeah for sure i like 205 live too i don't get to watch it every week um but i do i do enjoy it and there's like you know there's some good stuff happening down there for sure all right team raw versus team smackdown we have bobby Roode and chad gable the revival the b team the ascension and lucha house party this is going to be the mm-hmm. match this is going to be the match like five years ago from now we're going to be like who the hell who are these yeah guys? who are these guys uh, against new day the usos sanity luke and uh gallows and anderson and the, Colo- the colognes made it. the colognes are on this card but uh, aj styles isn't so that's good i that, that that tells you everything you need to know. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but I'm going Team SmackDown on this. I love uh, I love me some Usos. I love the New Day. I love the uh, you know the little Uso Penitentiary or the sorry the Survivor Series Penitentiary that they did. Um, you know the promo that they did. I thought it was really good. How do you have nine guys at at ringside without like? Can you even see the match with all these guys standing? It's going to just be like a lumberjack match. Everybody's just going to kind of be like around the outside of the ring, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the SmackDown team is, I mean, with, with New Day and Usos, I mean, you're, you're basically stacked there. I mean, you have Gallows and Anderson and Sanity. I mean, you got some pretty scary teams on the SmackDown side. I'm, I hate to agree with you again, but uh, I, I, I... yeah. I don't know. Lose I mean, when you when you call those names, New Day, Usos, Sanity, you know, Gallows and Anderson. I mean, obviously, like excluding the Colognes, but um, I mean, and then you put it up against like Bobby Roode and Chad Gable, like, you know, the revival, not 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 terrible, but the B team, Ascension, Lucha House Party. Like, if SmackDown doesn't win this, that's gonna be a shame. For sure. Uh, the women's five-on-five match with Mickey James, my girl Ruby Riot, Nia Jax, Tamina, and Natalia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Taking on Carmella, Naomi, Asuka, Sonya Deville, and a partner to be named later. Wow. Yeah, since uh, which is crazy. I'm wondering how they're gonna how they're gonna do that. Um, and usually, like in my experience, uh, surprise partner or like you know, um, guests or whatever, like they always let you down, you know, like those, like you feel like you're like going to be waiting and get this big, awesome surprise and this big pop. And most of the time it's just like a wet fart. You're like, Oh yeah, crap. Maria, Canales, you know, Maria Canales or something. Will come out. Oh my gosh. If Maria Canales comes out of that back room or of the locker room, I will die. I will. <laughs> I mean, who else is on SmackDown? What are the options? Oh my gosh. Nikki, Nikki uh, Cross, maybe we'll see. Yeah. Nikki Cross was missing from, all uh, from, from SmackDown, so uh, maybe she'll show up. That would be pretty awesome. I think maybe they kept her off um, so that you know it would be more of a surprise when she does show up. Where do you sit on this one? I feel like the uh, the Raw team is a little more stacked. Um, I'm going Team SmackDown. Uh, Naomi, Oscar, wow. and even though we don't know who uh, <laughs> who is going to be the you know partner to be determined, I think uh, with Naomi and Oscar and Carmella, you got enough there, and obviously Sonya Deville. Tell me who's the next champion out of these nine ladies. The next champion out of these nine ladies. If you say Tamina, I'm turning off the machine right now. 
dang it, don't turn the machine <laughs> off. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just I, I would say Naya. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. They they were building her up. Yeah, for a I time think she. Well, yeah, she. Well, she's still kind of in it. I mean, especially now that she. I think something's going to happen between her and Becky. I think they're probably definitely going to use that. You know, I mean, they wouldn't have re-showed us that punch over and over when uh, Raw came on if they weren't planning on turning that into something. Oh, for sure. You know? I mean, you got to use it. Yeah. I think- and, uh, yeah, I think they definitely have to use that. And um, Naya and Tamina, like, they, they walked up to Ronda Rousey, you know. So I think they're they're keeping Naya in the title picture. I don't think I've ever seen Sonya Deville win a match, but uh, maybe this is the, the first chance for that. And Asuka... Everyone's upset that she's kind of been on the back burner, but I, th- I think it I think it works because I don't think you can have a character you know just be dominant forever and you know it's just you're gonna have to have some highs and lows with it. I think they'll probably elevate her back up around WrestleMania time or something, but uh, it'd be interesting to see what they do here with her. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think I think Oscar is is gonna I think she'll pop back up like you said around Mania. They're gonna build her because she she performs on on the big stage. I think she can really show out. Um, and it's just like we talked about before. It's just hard. There's so much talent. There's especially with you know Rhonda being there and you know Becky being as on fire as she is, and you know you got Charlotte and Sasha and Bailey and like all these people. So it's hard to fit everybody in. So far, I'm not excited about either. I mean, as much as I I, I always remember Survivor Series so fondly, but these the Survivor Series matches are a cool kind of build up, and it's a different different like style of a pay per view. But they're never that interesting, you know. I don't think. Either of these matches, you're not going to really have someone come out of it, unless you said like you like Nia is the, the lone survivor, and they kind of kind of make her of a, a bigger deal. But uh, we'll see what happens there. The men versus the the men's Raw versus SmackDown match. We have Braun Strowman, Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre, Finn Balor, and Bobby Lashley. A lot of meat on that team mm-hmm. yeah. against uh, Jeff Hardy, Shane McMahon, Rey Mysterio, The Miz, and Samoa Joe. Man, if these if these guys you know, we're in a bar fight. I don't know if I'd put money on uh, the SmackDown team. No, for sure. I'm going with Team Raw on this one. Um, I do think it's weird, though, that, um, you know, Finn is on this team with all these people that hate him. Yeah, he's the one uh, He's the one constant there against uh, four heels, yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, what's going to happen? Are they going to, like, attack Finn after the after the match? And did you see Stephanie said, you know, I, as long as you guys win, I don't care what you guys do to each other after the match. And I'm like, well, what is she trying to say? What is she setting us up for? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? This would be a good uh, stage to have Drew McIntyre, a you know dominant shit kicker in, in kind of outlasting all the other guys and maybe have a showdown with Braun at the end or something. Yeah. cool. Yeah, I think this would be a good time to elevate elevate Drew um, because I mean what I've read too is Braun is Braun is hurt. Um, he his knees are shot, so I don't know. I think that could have been a whole reason why um, he didn't get you know crowned at Crown Jewel because I think they just see like the injury potential in in Braun, and so I think you know McIntyre is definitely somebody that could slide into that that top spot. Man, imagine losing uh, AJ Styles, Roman Reigns, and Braun Strowman to injuries. As we head into WrestleMania season, that is not a good look. Yeah, and you are—I mean, think about who all, like everybody that you already have out. You know, KO, Triple H. Like these are all people that are already out, and um, the list is the list Jason is growing. Jason Jordan, Jason Jordan. Do we do we know <laughs> yeah. what's do we know what's his what his deal? Uh, he's been out for quite a while. I I don't know, but I haven't I haven't even missed him though. That's the sad thing. Oh well, yeah, yeah, that is sad. 
Is that sad? I mean, is that bad to say? No, I mean, it's just you're being <laughs> honest, you know. I've, they didn't do much with him. I mean. Yeah, but we like Survivor Series. Survivor Series around here is um, we always celebrate Seth's birthday and Survivor Series. It's on the uh, the 14th or his birthday is on the 24th. So we always um, celebrate that. I was going to say my birthday is the 14th. We, we could have shared birthdays there. Oh, <laughs> November babies. I went to, uh, side note, I went to see Aziz Ansari last night with the wife for my birthday. Oh my gosh, that is so awesome. I love Aziz. He was wearing a mage Undertaker vintage t-shirt on stage, so I have to give him some love for that. Somebody trolled me on the Instagram page to, uh, yesterday for saying mage, and they're like, you know, biting off cheap heat much. I'm like, I can say whatever the frick I want to say. Like, oh, nobody, come like, on, man. Uh, I know, jerks. Jeez. We blocked him, gave him the block master treatment. There but you go. nice, yeah. yeah. Always feels good. <laughs> it does feel good. I'm like, get up out of here. Right. But let's go on to go figure. We got some good, uh, you know, our weekly purchases. Did you pick up anything this week? I picked up a couple things. I, I picked up the Paul Bear Hall of Champions. That uh, that uh, Series Three Hall of Champions is now at my stores with the uh, New Age Outlaws. Whoa, that- we. Yeah. Still have not seen that here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in the uh, the, the badass Ultimate Warrior. So uh, I had to pick up the uh, the Paul Bear. I'm sure my son's not going to know who he is, but uh, it'll be cool. Like little, we don't have too many managers in the uh, in, in, in the Casa de Gentil. So we have you know we have a, we have a good uh, opening for uh, Paul Bear. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's a good figure. <clears throat> what about you? I know you got some good stuff. Yeah, we picked up. Um, uh, we got the Hardy Boys wrestling buddies from uh, ringside for the babyface for Christmas. He loves. He has a Finn wrestling buddy and an AJ wrestling buddy, and he just loves them. So we went ahead and picked him up the Hardy Boys. Um, we did pick up Elite sixty three Shelton Benjamin, uh, the regular, not the Chase. So um, he's got like the white and gold uh, boots, knee pads, trunks, and uh, comes with the ladder. And then we got Elite sixty four Kurt Hawkins again the uh, regular version, not the chase, which is the blue gear, which I don't know why they didn't make the blue gear, the chase. Like it's so much better. Um, but I don't, who, who knows? I don't make the rules. Um, and then we got the top talent Finn Balor, which is like the, uh, the gay pride rainbow Finn Balor. Oh, cool. Yeah. Pretty dope figure. So what you, what you got the Kurt Hawkins, the orange and the, the blue, that's not the, yeah. the normal one. That's the, the rare one. No, the chase is the black. So the black ring gear is the chase figure, oh, and the regular, oh. like the standard, is the uh, blue and orange. I think that blue and orange is blue. cooler looking. That's what I said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How does the Sheldon Benjamin? I know a couple other podcasts have said he uh, does not look pretty, uh, very legit, but uh... I think he looks fine. I don't have any qualms with him. I think um, the head scan is fine. I mean, he's obviously like super duper ripped. Um, but yeah, no major, no major qualms with with Shelton Benjamin. Surprised you haven't gotten that Dusty Rhodes Elite sixty three yet. No, we still we have a Seth uh, has a a list of you know everything in Seth's life. I don't know if you guys know this. There's a uh, spreadsheet and a system to it. He's very systematic in everything that he does. So he has like all the figures that we need ranked um, by priority. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to ask him where uh, where that falls on the. On the rankings. I'm sure you guys, you know, we'll get into this as, as we get closer to Christmas. But do you guys take a break and like, uh, okay, well, let's let's stop buying things for a couple weeks and, you know, give each other some gifts. Do you, do you ever exchange wrestling figures or is it just a kind of a, a 365 day a year type of thing? 
It's an ongoing process. Uh, we just keep going. Uh, we give each other gifts. They're not they're not normally uh, wrestling figures. Like Seth will get me gifts that are, um, you know, he got me like NECA figures, and then I got him gifts one time that were like the turtles, like the Ninja Turtles, and then obviously the there's the the Ninja Turtles that were dressed up like wrestlers. Um, so those fun things like that. But pretty much we just order figures as needed and find them and hunt for them, and it's just kind of like something that we do. 365. Nice, nice. Yeah, there's uh, there's some cool. It looks like the uh, on Amazon, the Elite. Uh, was it 62 with the uh, Dude Love and and those ones are now on Amazon. You can get those. On oh, their awesome! Prime shipping and uh, the, even the Flashback Million Dollar Man's up there for 9.99. If you want, if you miss that, so uh, I, I. Oh, I, sweet! Yeah, that's uh, that's got like Sting and what uh, Sting, Braun, Roman. And then I think who else is in? There's a in Elite sixty two. AOP, right? AOP, yep. yep AOP. Yep, yep. Yeah. yeah, I've been uh, Amazon. I, I feel like the last week or two has been doing a lot of good deals. Definitely just search WWE Elite and then go to sort. You know, price low to high. They have a lot of them for like under ten bucks. A lot of uh, nasty boys and Erwin R. Scheister and a bunch of like ten dollar figs. Even the the Tonka one, which was a pretty cool looking fig. I picked it up. Well, two three months ago, but uh, you know it's like ten bucks. Can't beat that. Can't beat that. No, for uh, sure. And I, I grabbed a couple basics from uh, my local Five Below for five dollars for the uh, for my kid. Uh, they had a Nakamura NXT there, which was uh, pretty cool. So I picked that up. But uh, other than that, I'm still kind of waiting for Black Friday to see if there's some good deals going on. I know there's a couple stores around the area, and we're gonna do a Black Friday episode. It's gonna drop uh, the same place you find all our shows on on. Black Friday morning. It's going to be a Survivor Series recap, and we're also going to kind of give you the best deals going around for wrestling figures, whether it's you know, Walmart or Target or Ringside Collectibles and everywhere in between. If we, We're going to pull our friends and, and do some searching and digging and find some good deals for you guys, and so you can go out shopping and spend all your money on wrestling figures uh, for this holiday season. So be sure to find that on uh, Black Friday morning. Yeah, for sure. And then um, I had some figure news I wanted to like share. I posted it on the Instagram, but that that new page figure, the Walgreens exclusive, is so dope. It's definitely the best page figure that has come out like to date. Um, and I think it's it's only her second elite. The other elite was her debut figure in the purple gear when she um, won the. Uh, Divas Championship, and I mean this one is with the studded leather jacket. I cannot wait to get my hands on that figure. Yeah, I just put it up. It's pretty badass looking. Yeah, looks pretty cool. I'm yeah, wait, I'm waiting for that Carmella. I guess that was supposed to be a Walgreens Elite too. The Carmella with the uh, the money pants. I think that's going to be the next. Well, one. the there was an Italia and a, a couple other women um, that got delayed. Walgreens is really screwing up the system right now. So um, it, it's going to be a while before we see that page figure. I'm sure, but yeah, Walgreens they're really pissing me off. But you know. As long as we get it eventually, or you can find it on eBay or <laughs> somewhere, somebody will be able to get it for you. I wonder if she ever gets back into the ring. I know she's had the concussion problems, and you know Daniel Bryan came back from it. I don't know if it's a if it's a time issue or what, but uh... yeah. Well, and then Alexa Bliss is kind of going through the same thing. I feel like if if Daniel Bryan can come back, anybody can come back. You know, I think it's just it, they just have to give people enough time, yeah. um, you know, just for safety. And then be like, well, you know, if, if you ask enough doctors, eventually somebody's going to say yes. You know, I saw the preview for the, uh, the page 
family movie. I forget what, like All in the Family or something. Or... Oh, yeah. I didn't even know that was still in the works. I thought that had gotten the kibosh. Yeah, The rock, the, the Rock's like producing it, and yeah. he's, he's in it. So uh, there were some funny scenes in the in the trailer, just kind of uh, – one of the, I don't know if you ever seen like the Shaun of the Dead movies or yeah. uh, the, the the like the fat like buddy of uh, you know the, always like the the two main guys I forget I forget his name uh, I think it's Edgar something but he's yeah he's like the dad he's like Paige's dad and he's you know he's always funny and stuff so awesome check that out <clears throat> um, you had a random merch of the week I didn't I I do not have one but you do what is it yeah so the random merch of the week is there was an ebay listing for two 16 inch ljns um it was two of them they were sold in the box it was um rowdy roddy piper and hulk hogan and they sold for five hundred dollars these two Very figures nice. that yeah insane um and i guess they came out in like 1985 and like i said they're the the 16 inch figures which the Regular LJNs are like eight inches, um, so yeah, they're pretty freaking cool looking. Were they ever released? I don't remember hearing anything about them. Um, no, I didn't. I mean, I this is the first time. Like when I was talking to Hill Husband about it, this is the first time I had seen them. So yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty cool. Man, eBay is a dangerous rabbit hole, man. And I start yeah. start searching things, and I, I I just went the other day. I just went on like trying to find. Okay, I'm gonna go try to find like any Ravens gear on there. I'm a huge Ravens fan, but I want to find like from like 96, like the old load, like, you know, just people like yeah. cleaning out their basements and like finding stuff for like 10 bucks. And it's just like a, a dangerous rabbit hole that I try to find some wrestling shirts. And then I try to find wrestling figures and I'm on there for two hours straight. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. We'll post the link to this um, sold listing on the Twitter account. So you guys can check it out. Um, but yeah, these are pretty cool figs. And, um, I mean, I can't imagine how heavy they are at, at being over a foot tall. Yeah. Oh um, my gosh. You know, yeah, that's pretty, pretty insane. But um, we also, do you have a retro wrestling recommendation of the week? I know people are going to be chilling in with their families this week, getting ready for Thanksgiving and maybe have a little WWE network on <coughs> in the background. What do you have for people to watch this week? Uh, for the retro wrestling recommendation of the week, did you make that? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, tongue twister on purpose or no yes i wanted to see like say it five times fast uh, it was from the uh the great the, the great down under skirts <laughs> uh, oh. so here I, I here's a match that just just i want you to hear just the names in this match this is from survivor series 2003 okay picture all of these guys in a ring bradshaw chris benoit hardcore holly john cena and kurt angle Mm. against yeah mm. exactly here there's more beef on the other side against yeah. a train big show brock lesnar nathan jones and matt morgan wow i wow. mean there is not one guy in that match i would want to see uh, on a dark a dark uh, alley i mean those were yeah, not those were not the days of daniel of the the six feet tall five, 205 guys man those were the days of uh beef yeah, lots of lots of beef, lots of HGH, you know. Oh my gosh, that's that's a good one. Um, I have Survivor Series '96, which is a classic uh, in my opinion. Brett versus Brett versus Austin. Um, it was the first time uh, you know Brett and Austin met, and Brett's first match since losing the belt at WrestleMania 12. So it was his comeback at uh, MSG. Just a classic, classic match. Um, and if you wanted to see some good technical wrestling, I mean. That it serves it up for you. Yeah, people always talk about that WrestleMania match between them, but this Survivor Series match was pretty legit. Yeah, and it's yeah. kind of like the the precursor to the Attitude Era is this match. Yeah, 
Yeah, it was. It's great. So definitely, if you watch it and you've never seen it before, please let us know. Hit us up on Instagram or Twitter and let us know what you thought about it. Do we have any mail this week? We do. We got some things in the good old mailbag. Let me pull it up. It comes in from Mark V. He says, hey, Miss Foley and Phil, love, love, love the podcast and all the content you guys give us every Thursday. Thanks, man. Oh, thanks, dude. Um, yeah, I was wondering, and I hope this isn't too cliche of a question. Never. Um, but who is your Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling? Mine would be Flair, Piper, Macho Man, and Austin. Keep up the great work, you guys. And huge shout out to Heel Husband and the Baby Face. His costume was mage. Uh, can't wait to see him turn heel next year. Much love to all, Mark V. Thank you so much for writing in, Mark, and thank you for the compliment on Brett's costume. I, I was a little obsessed with it, too. So for me, hmm, this is tough. The Mount this Rush, is really yeah, tough. It's really tough because there's a lot of different ways and angles you could look at it. Like um, for me, my personal Mount Rushmore would probably be Brett, Sting, Warrior, and Austin. Um, but if I was just making like an overall, like you know, best wrestlers of all time, uh, maybe like Hogan, Flair. Austin, Har- Brett, I don't know. It's hard because it's like, depending on which way you want to look at it, like who's your favorite or who do you think is the best or who had the best title runs? Um, what do you got? Man, I like your names. I have some some different ones. I think Hogan has to be on there just because the, the greatest face of all time and then just becoming the greatest heel of all time and the biggest stable of all time and just had a, such an impact on the business. I think yeah. Austin has to be on there, basically started the Attitude Era and kick-started all that. Uh, the Undertaker, just for continuity and just because of that character is never going to be duplicated again, just the longevity uh, and I would say Ric Flair is my number four. So I, I don't have guys like Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart. Those are probably better wrestlers than the four guys that I named, but uh, the bigger impact for me puts those guys. What about Cena? Oh, I did want to put Cena on there too. Maybe, maybe I'll put Cena instead of Undertaker. So I'm going to go Austin, Cena, Hogan, and Flair. I know. I was thinking, I mean, of course, I'm so, so partial to Bret Hart. But, yeah, maybe in, my, in the overall, like not my personal, but in the overall, I think maybe Hogan, Flair, Austin, Cena. Um, an honorable mention goes to Rock, obviously, but I think maybe his run was just a little bit too short. And he kind of – he him and Austin were on the – the top of the mountain at the same time. And I think, I think if you were to just compare them, you know, side by side, Austin gets the, the nod over the rock. Triple H, the game, Hunter Hearst Helmsley and Jean-Pierre Levesque. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, oh, that's the Bruce, that's the Bruce Pritchard, uh, Mount Rushmore. Yeah, you should. Um, so you guys should write us in and let us know what your, um, what your Mount Rushmore of wrestling is. Cause I'd be interested to see where everybody falls on this. Cause that's a really great question. And like I said, I think it, I think it's really subjective depending on what, what angle you're looking at it from. Let's do this. Send us an email at askchickfoley at gmail.com and send us your Mount Rushmore, uh, professional wrestling. I went to Jimmy's famous seafood the other day. I grabbed some, uh, Roman strong bracelets. I got a couple for Sheena and Seth and I got an extra one for you guys. So, uh, we'll pick one person who uh, one of the the random people that sends us in their Mount Rushmore, and I'll send you a bracelet. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah, man. And um, we will get into um, a little bit more of Survivor Series next week. Anything else we need to touch on before we get out of here, Sheena? 
Yeah, we are actually doing a contest this week. We want you guys to uh, let us know what your favorite Survivor Series match is. So make sure you DM Chick Foley with your favorite Survivor Series match. And we're going to be choosing one winner. Um, we have this one of our amazing followers, Manny is cool too, on Instagram, is sending us these gobbledygooker pins, guys. Like, how perfect is it going to be to give away these gobbledygooker pins? for Survivor Series. Um, it's the perfect time of year, and they are pretty mage. We'll post a picture on the um, Instagram with full details on the contest, but send us your favorite Survivor Series match, and we'll be picking a winner and announce it on the pod next week. All right, so we asked people... Did we ask people their favorite Survivor Series moment? I think we did. I think we did it last week, but uh, Jose Sanchez tweeted us. He said his favorite Survivor Series moment has to be 1990 Survivor Series because, number one... Warrior, LOD, Kerry Von Erich, uh, Texas Tornado were on the same team. And number two, the debut of the, the legendary gobbledygooker and some guy named The Undertaker. I, I've heard of him before. Uh, so, Jose, yeah. we're going to send you that Finn Balor fig in the mail. Awesome. Congrats, man. The Finn Balor NXT Elite fig. I forget what uh, series that was in, but uh, it's pretty mage. So uh, we'll be sending that to you in the not-too-distant future, man. Congratulations. Other than that, that's all we got. We will be back next week where we will be recapping Survivor Series. We will give you the best deals on where to find wrestling figures and maybe other stuff. Maybe we'll get some Chalkline, get some other websites and see if we can reach out to some people and get some deals, get some promo codes, help you guys save some money, man. It's tough this time of year. You know, There's, always, there's so much money going out the, out the door. Help you save a little bit. Case. Yeah, and the more money you save on buying Christmas presents for others, the more money you have to spend on wrestling merch. So, <laughs> sorry if that was really loud, but I, I just found it. I have my wrestling soundboard. Ah, did you? Did that awesome. just kill your ears? It, did you hear it? it? It was a little bit loud, but yeah. Sorry, sorry, crazy. sorry. Yeah, uh, I should have warned you. Uh, so for Jake Foley and for Phil Gentile, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we will be back here next week with a brand new episode of the Chick Foley Show. Yep. Happy Thanksgiving, Marks. Stay classy.